Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Join us October 16th through the 19th in Geneva for our Bossy Build and Balance Retreat. We are filling each day with seminars and activities to promote self and business health. Allowing time to rejuvenate and build your business. Go to bossyrock.com to sign up for our email list and stay up to date on offerings and opportunities. Follow us at Bossy Rock. Be bold, be bossy. See you in Geneva. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit. Jazzcast Pros. Hey ladies, do you own your own business or are you considering starting your own? Are you craving connection and are ready to feel seen? It's time to get real about what it takes to make it as a woman business owner. My name is Kelly Bush. And I'm Kelly Metris. And we're the hosts of Getting Real with Bossy, the podcast that unites and educates women business owners through real, raw, and honest conversations. So in today's episode, we're talking with Rosa Marie, and they're going to share how they've grown their business through their passions and their needs, and how Rosa maintains a fluid business plan to meet the needs of her clients. It's kind of amazing. It is so amazing. And we always talk about keeping your your business plan fluid, that you should always be looking at it and tweaking it. And she she runs with it. Yeah, she takes it to the next level. And there's so much to learn from her story. Rosa is a professional problem solver and she gets shit done. Hello, bossies. Welcome back. How are you today? But really, how are you? How are you, Kelly? I'm tired. You know, I got to say, when I was driving home after our interview with Rosa last night, I was thinking it was so hard to even get to that meeting. And I know you had a really stressful day, too. And once we got there, I had all the energy in the world. And we talked with Rosa for over an hour And I felt like I could do anything. I was super engaged. I was listening. I had nothing else going through my brain other than just sitting and listening to Rosa's story. And then she left and the two of us were sitting there and I'm sure I looked exhausted. You looked exhausted. We could barely like keep our heads up. And I think that's one of the things that I love so much about what we do is that when we're in these moments with these incredible women, I have all the energy. I feel great. My cup is full. My soul, everything's ready to go. And you say this a lot, Kelly, about when we have bossy meetings, right? Yeah, it's rejuvenating. I drag myself because I'm so busy and so overwhelmed that it is another thing to do. And then being in that space and talking to people who truly get it, um, no matter what they, their business are, is just, it's rejuvenating. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I am really looking forward to the day when my first response to how are you doing isn't, I'm so tired. And I think that day will come. 
But one thing I would like to let you know is one of the best stimulants I can think of is just surround yourself with these truly exceptional people. Listen to their stories. It really is one of the best things to keep me going. Agreed. Enjoy her story. We are here with Rosa Marie. Rosa, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I am Rosa Marie. I am the president of Marvelous Mind Academy and a mom of two amazing bright, bouncy boys. Bright, bouncy boys. Mm-hmm. And the sweetest. Mm-hmm. Do you um, feel that way every day? No, they bright and bouncy. They're bright and bouncy every, every day. day. Do you feel presidential every day? No. <laughs> no, I mean, unless you, you know, from a servant leader perspective, I suppose I do. Right. So I, I have this thing in my mind that if you are, if like scrubbing toilets is beneath you, then leadership is is beneath you. Like you're not you're not ready for that role. But yeah, I do. I spend a lot of time um, scrubbing toilets and toys and, you know, doing tasks that others would really do. rather not do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that feels presidential to me because I'm a leader. You are. What is Marvelous Minds Academy? So Marvelous Mind Academy is an educational cooperative um, for exploratory learning. Uh, We empower child play specialists to create engaging experiences for young learners. We currently operate uh, several programs, Bridge Care being the one that's in Village Gate. That's a drop-in daycare that allows parents to schedule care when they need it, day or night. We're open until 9 p.m. on the weekends. We also offer pop-up daycare for organizations who want to get more parent voices to the table. Uh, We will come on site and bring our materials. And so the children are enjoying and engaged while the parents are sharing their experiences or learning. We also, also, also just opened a co-work space in Village Gate because a lot of the families that we serve are driving 30 minutes to get to us, and they're losing a lot of productivity time. So we we heard that, we listened to it, and then now we're creating a solution for it. So that is what we do at Marvelous Mind Academy. We make shit happen. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. And we make shit happen for parents. And that is why we have cocktails. So <laughs> cheers, cheers to opening. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> we're very excited. And I don't know, is there another place that offers childcare and co-work? Not that I have experienced, not in this neck of the woods, not in Rochester that I'm aware of um, that offers childcare and co-working. Well, I speak very highly of your services as a business owner and as a mom, because I've used you in both both aspects. (laughs) And I'm eyeing your co-worker spot as my my office at work keeps getting smaller and smaller. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, come on over. We'd love to have you guys. There's no reason it shouldn't be accessible. Exactly. I mean, think about how many, so as a foster parent, I mean, how many crises happen because families aren't supported or can't get away or can't deal with whatever it is they're dealing with Mm -hmm. because they have no help. Right. And what a couple of hours, I mean, going to the YMCA and dropping your kid off at a child, I'm telling you, like, that was I would be, like, dragging them in, like, and they'd be crying, and I'd be like, no, 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 this is mommy time, I get one hour. I had one kid, they gave me 15 minutes. She would cry the whole time, and they'd be like, we'll give you 15 minutes, if she doesn't stop crying, we'll come get you, and that was the deal, and I would go and run. 
because it was the only time I had to get my stress out and they would give me 15 minutes and they would let her cry for 15 minutes and they would come get me. And I knew she was safe and she was going to cry regardless. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get away and take that time because she was always needing something. Mm -hmm. And so I just had that 15 minutes to just run. And if I didn't have it, what would I have done? Right. You know, so it's like, why isn't there a space mm -hmm. in every neighborhood that you can take your kid, even if it's for just a few hours? Yeah. Go to the freaking grocery store. Oh if we didn't God. have to grocery shop with our children, awesome. our mind frames would be so much better. Mm -hmm. And your budget would be too. Right. Right. It's a hush reward. It's a hush yeah. reward, right? So you put the $10 car in your cart and you buy it. And then the next thing you know, they done lost it, broke it, tore it up. You could have took that same $10 and ripped it up, burnt it, had a bonfire. <laughs> like, You're yes. like, just shush. Whatever it takes to get through this errand that we have to run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I wouldn't yeah. take you unless I had to. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rosa, tell us your origin story. Why Marvelous Minds? So, Marvelous Mind Academy started um, out of my desire to be a present parent. Um, I was six weeks into being a mom and it just felt really weird to have to turn my baby over to literally a stranger. Like, what? I just carried this child. First of all, I desired this child, carried this child, birthed this child, and I only get six full weeks with you? That's it? And I turn you over to the world and let somebody else pour in their values, their, you know, oh my gosh, it just was really scary for me. And I just really, 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 really wanted to be a present parent. Growing up, my mom, amazing mother, and she does not like when I say she is a single mom. She goes, yes, I by choice, but I was not alone. I didn't raise you guys alone. I was single, but she did an amazing job. She made it look so easy. Um, but I don't remember playing with my mom. Like I just remember her being the taxi driver. She made sure I got to my recitals or anything that I was doing school related or extracurricular. Like she, I was, she was on point. Me, my brothers, all of us. But I was like, gosh, I just don't remember playing with mom, you know? And I just didn't, I wanted to create memories of play with my children. And so I just started to look at different options of like, how can I do this? Um, and then I, of course, had the greatest example in the world and my grandmother, who did childcare for 30 plus years. And I was like, you know, we're gonna do that. And so I started a mobile preschool program. No, nope, I started a mobile summer camp program where I was literally picking kids up from anywhere in Monroe County. Um, didn't matter long as it was Monroe County. I picked them up. Now give me a time frame. What, yeah, what year? Are we that in? was oh, thank you, 2014. 2014. Got <laughs> that it. is, and um, I picked them up from anywhere in Monroe County, and we would go to a different adventure every day. This is so crazy to me. We used to go to Strong Museum, the Science Center the art gallery, Seneca Park Zoo, and that fact that in 2020, we landed in Village Gate, like literally in the center of all right. of the places we used to go. It's just like, wow, to me when things come full circle. So it's pretty amazing. But that's how we got our start. I threw up a Groupon and parents ate it up. And I was so- Did you really? You just yes. threw a Groupon up? I just threw a Groupon up. <laughs> like, I'm going to do this right now just with a group. Yes. And I threw a group on up and I started getting phone calls and I was shocked. Like parents weren't 
running backgrounds and they were like, who are you and where did your program come from? They're yeah, like, not only are they dropping their child off to you, you're then taking them places. Yeah, and no, they, were cool they didn't even that. drop their you kids off. off to me. Right. I picked them up. Okay. <laughs> and in this old... we're so different in 2014. Oh, no, right? Like I, I don't know. I feel like in 2020 this... people would have been like, come get my kids. <laughs> <laughs> come get them. And it's a 2014. I mean, I pulled up and I was so nervous. I was like, okay, it's one thing to like have the phone voice and the posture and you have your website and it's up and it's beautiful. I was like, but as soon as I pull up in this really creepy black van, <laughs> they're all going to like grab their kids and like, windows. never mind, we're okay. <laughs> but they didn't. They're like, okay, go have fun. And I, that's how we ran it that way for the first two years. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and we've been running ever since. Do you so. ever think about going back to a model like that or having a model like that as part of your mm. current model? Um, not at the moment. You know, so I'm so drenched in like what's happening today, like right now, that it's really, really hard to see us going back to that 10 years from now. So you said that's what you were doing 2014 and that's how you got to here. Mm -hmm. I think you missed a couple of steps. <laughs> Because I do know you, and I know there's a little bit more. It wasn't such so seamless. Like you were just picking up children, and now you have this amazing space. <laughs> well, she floated in the unicorn carriage, yes. and it landed yeah. her into <laughs> village, village gate. Yes, exactly. So maybe if you could just go back a couple of years. Okay. So 2014, we started the mobile summer camp program. In between the the summers, because that was only during the summer, I nannied privately. Then from nannying privately, I started a preschool program, a mobile preschool program where parents were dropping their kids off to libraries, preschoolers, and we would stay there and they would learn and then they would come back and pick them up. So we did that for a while. So this is where the world really got a glimpse of Rosa. Um, it was at the toy library. There was this amazing librarian there by the name of Sarah Fitz Romig. And I took a wrong turn going to this library. And when I took this wrong turn, I saw this vacant building on Gorham Street. And it just was like, oh, my God, a building. What if we had our own building? That would be amazing. All the minds we could reach and all the things we could teach, like, oh, it would be so great. Um, I just got curious and uh, I was like, well, I wonder what the city's gonna do with this vacant building on Gorham Street. And then, you know, self-doubt kicks in. You're doing the, the bantering back and forth. And it's like, girl, if the city gave you this building for a dollar. You wouldn't have a dime to rehab it. So what is you even, you know? And I'm like, no, don't cut yourself short, you know? I said, but if anybody would know, a librarian would know, right? And if the librarian doesn't know, then the librarian will know where to find the answer. I don't know why I hesitated the way that I hesitated, but the question didn't come out when I went to the library. I, I did my teaching for the day, and I got ready to leave. And Miss Sarah was helping me put some learning material in my car. And this voice was like, ask her. I'm like, nah, forget it. Nah, I'm not going to ask her. This little voice, ask her. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. You don't ask her. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Miss Sarah, do you know what the, what the city is going to do with that vacant building on Gorham Street? And she was like, why? 
I was like, well, I was just curious. Do you want a building? Because if you want one, I have one. I mean, <gasps> oh my gosh, that matter of fact. Uh huh. I was like, what you mean? No, um, no, I, yeah, sure, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So we talked about it and. I got an opportunity to share my vision for children. And she was just like, do you know that I've been wanting this? And I've been observing you and watching you. And I would love to help you. Unbeknownst to me, she went home, talked about it over dinner, about this crazy lady she met. <laughs> and, um, and her son at the time was working for the city of Rochester. Um, they were working on this big project for participatory budgeting, brand new, just brought it to the city. But one of the things that they were missing from the ballot was childcare. The city had said, we need non-traditional childcare, but they couldn't find a single person or entity to go on the ballot. And so that opened the door for us to go on the ballot. And that's how we got our first round of seed money. Um, we were awarded in 2020 $50,000 from that process. Ooh, all from asking the librarian while loading <laughs> your trunk. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about life that I love more than anything else is mm -hmm. there's so many stories that come from like these little tiny minutes mm -hmm. where these moments, these glimpses. Yeah. Your brain could have won and you could have not asked. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then where would marvelous minds be? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. You took a different turn that day and didn't think, oh, what about a building? Mm-hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. And I'm glad you asked me to slow down because at the time, I was still working for Wegmans. And I remember going out and campaigning and letting people know that Marvel's Mind Academy is on this budget and, and on the ballot and everything and letting them know what we, what we do and the vision, doing the whole thing. And I remember it was the night of the announcement. They were getting ready to announce who won. And I was scheduled to work. Oh. oh. And I was like, what if you win and you're not there? Right? That's not going to look good. And can they all. take the money back if you're not there? I don't know, right? <laughs> but just like reputation precedes you. Right. And it's like, well, you awarded somebody who can't even take the time out to show up. Right. It's not like $50,000 is chump right. change. Right. And at the time, I was only working part time. And I was like, girl, you're going to go to work today and you're going to make $50. Right. Or you could go and maybe, maybe walk away with 50 k I took the maybe. Yeah. Good. I took the maybe. <laughs> and you got the money. And mm -hmm. we did. And we did. Hi, my name is Corinne. I co-own STEM Rochester. What Bossy means to me, I feel like I can ask any question without feeling judged or feeling like my question is stupid and no mansplaining. <laughs> Don't do this. So when I wanted to start my business, I noticed that there was friction between my, my goals and my current living situation. And I decided to get a divorce. I was like, okay, I'm going to follow my dreams. Come hell or high water. We're doing this. Well, I didn't get a divorce. What happened was I quit my job. I didn't tell my significant other that I quit Ooh. my job. And two weeks after I quit, when I realized I wasn't going to get a paycheck, I was like, oh, honey, by the way, I'm not getting a paycheck because I, I quit two weeks ago. 
That was terrible. You don't do that. Don't do okay? that. You don't do that. That was that was terrible. I'm happy to say that we are remarried. It's okay. <laughs> All so you one. did get divorced, as well. you just quit mm-hmm. your yeah. job at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah, I quit my job, some other things transpired, then we divorced, we were divorced for four years, and then after, um, like literally right before the world knew who Marvelous Mind Academy was, I say the world, but Rochester knew who Marvelous Mind Academy was, we got remarried. And what led to that, honestly, in my mind was, I don't want new love. I don't want somebody who saw me on a billboard or in a magazine saying like, oh, she's cute and I love you. She does that. I wanted somebody that knew me before, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's where it was. And so now that's where, where we are now. So that's the faith walk right there. That's mm-hmm. the, I don't know. I can't see the future. I don't have a crystal ball that says this is going to work out. I just hope that this is going to work out and thank God. So what is your favorite part, not of Marvelous Minds, but of being a business owner? (laughs) Time, freedom. It's worth more than gold. Do you feel like you have time and freedom? I do. Um, Just because, not at first, obviously. Um, So in the beginning of this, you asked me what started Marvelous Minds. I said my desire to be a present parent. On this journey, there was a period in time where my children, despite them being the reason I started, started to be, feel like they were in the way. You're in the way of me achieving my goals. You're in the way. Like if, I feel terrible when I say that out loud. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so we are at this point, we're past that. And I had to come to a, a point where I said, well, if that's really how you feel, then you need to change something in your life because they're not in the way. They're why? They're the why. So I started to tweak our hours. And even though we had staff, I still put in practices that if all the staff were to go away, I could still operate and run the way that I need to and still be there for my children. Um, So we close every day from one to three for cleaning, but my children get out of school at two o'clock and they go to a school that does not provide busing. So I need to be available to pick them up. So we do that. Bedtime routines, I love bedtime routine. Just because at nine o'clock, mean mommy comes out and I just really need to make sure that they don't get to see mean mommy. Like, Go to bed at nine. So we try our best. We try, we try, we try to start bedtime between 6.30 and 7.30. So they're in bed by 8.30. So I can have me time after nine. Um, So we adjusted our hours accordingly for that. When we have personal things come up, my child needs to go to a doctor's appointment. They have something going on at the school. It's very easy for me to close a block of care off. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I worked anywhere else. Mm -hmm. It would be the constant guilt trip of like, but we really needed you today. And there was this thing going on. And then, and it was like, but but my children Mm -hmm. need me too. And that's my biggest goal in life is to be a present parent. So 
If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. I do feel like I have time freedom. I think we talk about this a lot, Kelly and I, about working in your business and working on your business because there's times where it's great to save payroll and it's good to be behind the bar or serving tables or doing things, but that's not getting us the most money. What, what's best for us is to pull back and work on our business, but it's a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in that season of working in mm-hmm. my business. <clears throat> um, man, I took this course with um, Denny DeLeo Venture Jobs Foundation, and the greatest thing I walked away with from that was the difference between working on your business versus in your business. And at the time that I took that, I think it was 2018, 19, maybe, I had no idea what the difference was. And now that I'm working, I'm in this season of working in my business, like that mental thing is like, Rose, this is not where you need to be. This is not where you need to be. But I'm like, I, A, I'm enjoying it. Right. Because it's, it comes natural to me. Mm-hmm. You know, caring for children comes natural to me. I love it. I like the light bulb moments. I can I can talk to parents and love talking to parents about their experiences. And I just, I freaking love it. I struggle to train people on how to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And do it the same way. And do it the same way, right? To build that process and, and that culture and that, it, I struggle the, um, so much so that now I'm in the season of working in my business again. And I'm like, oh, you got to figure out a better way. You got to figure out a better way. I would and say the hardest thing is delegation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I'm, I'm definitely putting out into the ethos, into the universe that I desire to learn how to transition this business that I've started. Because the first thing was, how do you start a business, mm-hmm. right? Well, I've started the business. The business is operational. How do I turn this business from a business into a company? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? Because that's where I am right now. I, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that allows you the structure yeah. to be able to pull back. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why we all do what we do is because we're really good at working in our businesses, mm-hmm. which is why we've mm-hmm. built them and created them and molded them. Yeah. You don't start a business because it's something you're like, eh. It's kind of cool. Yeah. You, you don't you don't change your entire life and your entire future, your entire retirement, all of those oh, all of those securities because something <laughs> Yeah. Because you're like, maybe <laughs> this is thing. Kind of good at it. Kind of like it. I can take it or leave it. No, you build you you do your passion. Yeah. But yeah. I but once you get to that point where you're like, how do I figure out how to move beyond being the minimum wage worker or the middle management worker because that yeah. allows you the freedom to be like, okay, this is how I fix these. So now you're in your business, you know the issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know the things that need to get fixed, you know how things need to get done, mm-hmm. but you can't fix them or get them done if you're working those hourly jobs. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. To have someone else doing that 
And that's like the hardest thing is like delegating and being like, I trust you to get this job done in a correct way, though it's going to be different than how I do it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> And that's like, I, I, pull, I pull my hair out. Mm-hmm. But there are moments where you find that person who may not be doing it the way you do it, but they do something different that's unique. And that's something that's creative and... And that can change a lot. Yes. Just seeing the outcome. Like, okay, right. well, that person did do it. I hands-offed it, mm-hmm. and I was pulling my hair out, but they did it. Yeah. And it was done well. Right. <laughs> so and the outcome <laughs> may still be the same. Do you know what they... I don't know if this is the right terminology for this, but how the thing or the person you're looking for is right under your nose. hmm And oftentimes, you're overlooking them. Mm-hmm. Right? Um... That just came to light, I would say, a couple months ago. We have this staff member. Her name is Miss Ari, and she is phenomenal. Every child loves her. The parents love her. Um, She came to us in the summer of 2020 through the Summer of Opportunity Program as an intern. I brought her on um, as an employee like almost immediately after. Um, just because she had this natural ability to connect with children. Um, and when I say she engaged with kids, if the ch- when the children are there and they say, we want to have a tea party and we want you to be the teapot. She goes, okay, I'm the teapot <laughs> and you tip me over, okay? And I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, she gets it, right? Yeah. I don't have to explain it to her. She just really puts herself in that moment with the children. Every time she hits the door, she does this. And she's been doing it consistently for three years. Oh, wow. Okay? And she wasn't the only intern we got that summer. We had several others. Then the next summer, we had several more. I mean, we worked with AmeriCorps. We had some direct hires. And of all of them, she is freaking awesome. Okay? But, you know, there I am trying to build staff. You know, like, okay, well, you know, when Miss Ari can't be here, when I can't be here, we need other people in place because parents always need child care. We can't, oh, my child's sick, your child's sick, you're sick. Like, we can't be here, so we have to beef up the staff. So I'm doing the things. I'm doing the things, all the things, interviews, you know, putting it out there that we're hiring, the training, all of it. I'm doing all the things. Mm. Well, I can say... Now, Miss Ari has gone from this is this is how it transitioned. She's transitioning. She had she was an intern. She was an employee, and now she's building her own childcare brand. Really? Yes. Where she's starting to accept private clients. Okay. Ooh. And this came about because one of our parents. We have very limited hours at Marvelous Mind Academy. We do not offer full time care. We are strictly non traditional. Um, definitely. Not typical at all. Um, And so a lot of parents that we serve, they love the environment, but they just wish they could get more time, you know, Um, because we can only do three hours at a time. So we had a couple, one family said to me, says, hey, I would really like to talk to Miss Ari if you're comfortable about some private care time. And of course, my heart was like, what you trying to poach? You poaching her? You taking my best person? No, like... But I had to really take a step back and say, first of all, that is the highest compliment any parent can give your organization that you have someone in-house that they want to bring to their house, right? Um, I said, A, that's the highest compliment. Thank you so much. Um, B, let's, let's figure it out. 
Let's figure it out. This is a young woman. She just graduated from high school and her whole life is ahead of her. One of the things that I, how I got into this big circle of job after job after job was I didn't think that babysitting was a real career. Mm -hmm. Like you can't make a career out of this. You got to go to college. You got to get a degree. You got to do something, you know, real with your life. But actually, I've, it's come full circle for me, and I know that this is a very real job. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a People very real job. People always need help with their kids. And if I can support others in acknowledging that this is a very real job, that you can earn a real living from, let's show you how to do that. Right. Um, and so instead of me, like, squashing this opportunity and saying, no, you can't coach my best employee, what are you thinking? No, let's transition her. And so it turns out as I'm talking to her about like branding and her marketing, and you got to create your flyers so parents know like what your hours are and what you can do and all these benefits versus features and all. She's just like, oh, I took a course in high school about that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been scrambling and right? driving my brain crazy with marketing and how do I do this? And you, you mean you do? Yeah. I had no idea. She knew. It's just, and I don't even know if, when, or how this would have ever come about if that parent had never asked. So the idea of like having this gem literally under my nose for three years is, is mind boggling to me. And I just, I love our story. I love our relationship. And I can't how wait it's to blossoming. see what happens. Yeah, me too. So stay tuned. I, I can't wait. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> Hey y'all, I'm Erica Cervello and I'm the owner as well as the stylist at Gallery Salon located at Fort Elton Street in the neighborhood of the Arts in Rochester, New York. We specialize in everything from lived-in hair color to vivid creations, haircuts, wedding hair and makeup, structured manicures, gel extensions, and the best nail art in the city. We work closely with Rochester artists and makers to carry an array of handmade goodies for you to shop from. Gallery Salon is proud to offer gender-neutral pricing and we are a certified LBGTQ safe zone. Our space and staff are welcoming and down to earth. We know you'll be comfortable to come as you are and celebrate your individuality at Gallery Salon. You can find us at galleryhair.com and Facebook or Instagram. Give us a call at 585-271-8340 or better yet, swing by and meet us and see what we're about. Gallery Salon, located at 4 Elton Street in the neighborhood of the Arts in Rochester, New York. Dominique Alexandria, Carabago Designs. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do? I am an overall creative from tangible art to 2D and mixed media works, branding, and creative clarity for my clients. Excellent. What do you like about Bossy? I love that people are truly authentic about what they're dealing with and how they are resilient to making things happen. Excellent. How do you feel when you leave a bossy meeting? I feel stronger and more confident and able. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Okay. So I remember the day I met you. Mm -hmm. You walked into a bossy meeting. Mm -hmm. I think she came was with that Marshall, at Marshall Street. At Marshall Street. Street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said what you did. And I think I like jumped up and like attacked <laughs> you. Because mm -hmm. I, so I'm a super geek for anybody that thinks outside of the box, right? So 
whether you run a restaurant and it's like, okay, well, everybody runs a restaurant, but you're doing this differently, or you have a salon, you're doing this different. Like anybody that looks at, like that's what I love in the entrepreneurial spirit, right? Is not like, you don't have to like create a new gadget. So I feel like that's what we think about when we think entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but it's just creating something, right? And I just I geek out about how, how people's brains work. And then I saw you and you were like, mom's need or dad's families need alternative childcare. And I have, you know, so many employees that can't have childcare and they rely on friends and then their friends want to go out and like, oh, I don't have a babysitter anymore. You know, and I was like, what? You do what? <laughs> and I was like, I love you and I need to know more. And I'm pretty sure I attacked you. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> And then we never let you go. We never That's, let you go. And I'm happy about that, too. And I'm so yeah. happy to see where you are because yeah. I, you were, I think, at the time still um, traveling. Yeah. Yeah, we were still doing pop-up You were doing libraries. We were still yeah. at the libraries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At that particular time, that's where we were. Yeah, it was Kim. Kim from Greenovations that introduced me that's to Bossy. She's like, we were in the venture jobs class together. And she okay. just kept saying, every class, she was like, so have you reached out to Bossy yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's this event tonight. You want to come? And I'm like, uh, 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 we weren't at the last event. Are you going to come to this one? And I was like, all right, all right, all right I'm going to go see what it is. And yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy about that. So can you just tell me a little bit about what you're doing now and how that transition happened with the co-work space? Oh, that co-work space is called B4, the letter B, the number four, very minimalistic name because that's the energy that we want to inspire there is that it's, it's very distraction-free. It came about, again, because of the parents who drive so far from so far and they're losing a lot of productivity time in their travel time. So well, let's just bring it closer. Um, that space, I actually didn't tell a single soul that I was doing it. Um, I walked in one day. Oh my God, I hope this is okay for me to say. Oh my God, it's fine. <laughs> I am, I'm an opportunist, okay? <laughs> and I, I don't need to know what the end of the road looks like. I just need to know that there's an opportunity. And if it's, there's an opportunity that makes sense, that aligns, I'm going to seize it. Yeah. Okay. So I walked into the coffee shop. So it was in December-ish of 2021. And the coffee shop, the owner there was like, hey, signs up. We're closing. We're just not. The anchor businesses aren't coming back. They're not buying enough coffee. It's just not working. We're closing. I was like, oh, Sorry to hear I'm that. So sorry. Can I have your and space? And I think your wall lines up with mine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I think I love I think you and I love your coffee, <laughs> but which wall is this? Can we not get a real look? Let me see if I can hear. I immediately, immediately get on the phone with the office upstairs. So I hear uh, D104 is leaving, and I would like to annex that space. Sure. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Done deal. It sat for six months. Literally, the only reason I wanted that space was for the bathroom. And when we ascertained that there is no direct route. See, so you should have knocked on the wall. Yeah. We did. <laughs> we did knock on the wall. And you can't hear. So if anybody has ever been in Village Gate or rented from Village Gate, it's, it's a jigsaw puzzle behind mm -hmm. those walls. Like, 
what you would think would be direct, it's not direct. Well, they've, just, yeah, they've formatted them so many different times. Exactly. So, yeah. And so our wall actually, in fact, we could not, we could not confirm that that's our wall. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. My name's Rosa. I will figure this out. I come from a long lineage of women <laughs> who figure it out. So I said, we got the space. We're going to figure out how to generate some revenue from here. And I always start in my business with what my need is. The training, the, the staff, all of it. I sort of felt uncomfortable working from the daycare because it's like if I'm in the space, I feel like I need to be engaged with the kids. Like I just like, blah, blah. Um, so then I started, it's like, oh, well, Rose, you need an office. But creating an office for me doesn't generate revenue. Right. It's an expense. Right. But if you need an office, how many other parents need an office? And then when the parents of Marvelous Minds started to say, hey, you know, like, we're losing an hour of productivity time and travel time. Like, I was like, yeah, great. We're going to create it. So I think, does that answer your question? Yeah, How do absolutely. we transition from there to there? That's how we transitioned from, hey, we do bridge care over here to, hey, now it's a co-work space that offers free Wi-Fi, free coffee. Oh, by the way, there's also childcare on site. Right. So that's how we transitioned from that to that. It just, it made sense, especially with now the number of remote workers, mm -hmm. the number of parents that are working from home. And my husband's one of them. And so he is, he is literally my other half. And I'm like, so I got a busy day today at the daycare. Can the kids stay home? And like, he's working from his office and they're like on tablets or whatever they're doing. Um, but at the same time, he has big projects or training that he needs to do that the kids just can't be home for. Right. Um, and so like one day we were having our bathroom redone and he's like, I can't work here because of the construction. I'm supposed to have the kids today. I'm going to use a co-work space. And so he used a co-work space and the kids were at Marvelous Minds. It's great. We make shit happen. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. And we make shit happen for parents. Like, it's just natural. I will not forget how many times I went to, like, a networking event. And I, I have no problem naming them. I don't know. If they're, I don't, I'd be like, I don't know how much I should say or right? how much I shouldn't say. Well, I think you uh. should be getting paid for all the name drops you've already done so far. But. <laughs> so if all of you that heard your name in this podcast mm -hmm. want to Venmo <laughs> Rosa Marie yeah. at Marvelous Minds Academy. So um, I, went, I went to Bristol. I went to, where did we go? Um, I want to say it was the Hyde or Hilton or something like that. Um, we went to Wegmans. When I was working for Wegmans, I kept trying to tell them, like, yo, I'm a mom, and I know I'm not the only mom you've hired. Right. There's this, you guys own this property over here. Let's build a daycare. Nothing. Crickets, right? Um, Bristol Resort. Like, hey, when people come, when people have weddings, when people book events, they need childcare. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, you know how many people don't go to events because I don't have childcare? Like, come on, you guys can generate revenue, blah, blah, blah. I went to a couple co-working spaces. I'm an entrepreneur. Hey, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm a mother. Do you guys offer childcare? Right? I was going, I got my membership at the YMCA. Never worked out a day that I was there. Oh, the number one reason I joined the YMCA. Child watch. Mm -hmm. I, well, are I you, kept it. was my child watch. Yes. Like, are you kidding me? That was me? my alone time. I could put my kids over here. Two hours. Yes, I could go shower. So now the YMCA without, can pay you too. Yeah, without the phantom <laughs> crying that you hear when you're at home with kids. Like the phantom, like I'm in the shower, I hear Did someone crying, scream. Yes, exactly. Did somebody spill something? Right. 
But um, all these places, it's like, no, no, liability this, liability that. Um, and I was talking to a, a friend just recently, and he said, you just sit and solve problems all day, don't you? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, thank you. That is my official title. Mm -hmm. I'm a professional problem solver. Um, get That's that on a shirt. <laughs> That's our next bossy shirt. We are professional problem, problem solvers. solvers. <laughs> like, it's so true. That's what I do. I literally, oh, is there, is there a problem? What's, what's the problem? What's everybody talking about? Okay, well, I'm sure there's a solution. And so the there's term that I... There's always a solution. There's always, always. And so the thing that I tell everybody is that I'm a solution-based thinker first. Like, I can hear the problem. Let's analyze the problem. But I am not going to sit here and commiserate about the problem. Right. What's the solution? What have you already tried? And what are we willing to try? What do we need more resources to try? And who have we asked? Have you asked the people that are facing the problem? Right. So, yeah, definitely. Solution-based thinker. So if people are looking to reach out and use your co-workspace, mm -hmm. what are you offering? Is it a monthly fee? Is it drop-in? It's monthly. Okay. So it's $95 a month. Um, but you can build your package and customize it. There's no commitment. Um, you can have it this month and not have it that month. Is there an, like an hourly um, max or minimum for the $95? Nope. And then it's the childcare is additional? The childcare is additional. Nice. And that just depends on what your needs are. And how do they find you? Marvelousminds.com. Well, that's easy enough. <laughs> yeah, it would be so dope. Or Mom Nation, and we can just go in. I'm be like, I'm here for an hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, why the co-work is set up the way it's set up. When you walk into Marvelous Minds, the music we play is spa radio. Mm -hmm. You come in and there's these big comfy blue couches in the lounge. Parents walk in, they hit the door, and I cannot tell you how many times they have sat there on that couch and just sat there. I think I've done it. Do, do I think you, I sit down every time I walk in the door. You have a space like this for adults? You sure I need to leave my kid? My kid can't go somewhere else. <laughs> right. and I can stay I here. Those couches are comfy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the reason why we play spa radio is because children, all children come in with their own energy and their own experiences, and it's just a way for A, me as a provider and other providers to just stay calm and remember like calm but it works for the children too um we only allow eight children in our center at a time and with those ratios we found that we get a lot of neurodivergent children registered and enrolled at marvelous mind academy and I remember specifically one time trying to play like Kid Bop Kids or something like that. That was like really high energy. I mean, you should have seen the behaviors in that place. It was off the wall. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, let's go back to spa radio. Spa radio, <laughs> like, it, is. it works. And so the co-work space, like this idea of having a space where parents can relax and rejuvenate, but also get shit done. Again, it started because of what I need. I don't like going places where people give more into the distraction versus the work that they're supposed to be doing. It really bothers me. Um, so I wanted to create a place where if you want to just sit there in silence, you can sit there in silence. But if you want to sit there and get shit done, you also can come here and get shit done. I love it. And your kids are not an earshot of you. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. They can't see you. They can't hear you. And you can't hear them. So it's kind of good that it wasn't directly attached to your property. Yes. It's really good. You're in the same building, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't even know you both were there. Right. Yeah. 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 It's kind of cool. You making it happen, <laughs> problem solving, getting shit That's done. Do. Can I ask you a long term question? Yeah. So you started Marvelous Minds to be a present parent. Mm-hmm. You appreciate what it's allowed you to do as a parent mm-hmm. and as a person. So like you've built this amazing business, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with parenting for you. Like it's you built this amazing business, and in addition to that, it allowed you to be a present parent, and now you have the freedoms and the time right? That are the bonus to putting up with all the other stuff that come along with business ownership. So fast forward, your youngest is five, four? He will be five in October. Okay. Um, so fast forward 13 years. I mean, not even 13 years. Kids are in school full time. They have sports after school. They have girlfriends. They have jobs. They have, we'll go 10 years. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so what do you, what do you hope to have made marvelous minds at that point. Like, what's your long-term, all right, it's not for my kids anymore. What does Rosa do now? So, so hard when you're in it to, to see 10 years down the road. Um, but this is why writing your goals is so important. I used to journal every idea I ever had. I wanted childcare to be as easily accessible as any corner store and church in the city. They are plentiful and they should be easily identified as a safe space for a parent to go and drop their kid off. Hey, sure, you can call it a crisis, but how about before it gets to be a crisis? Mm -hmm. I just need to know that I'm supported. Mm -hmm. Boom, there's a big M on that building over there. I know they do childcare, I'm walking in, right? And here's my child, I can go and have my peace of mind. I wrote that in my notebook, right? Um, and here we are. That was in 20... I started writing in like 2013 when he was born. And here we are in 2022. And I have this beautiful young lady named Miss Ari who's starting to build her brand. In my notebook, do you know what it's called? It's called the Nanny Nation. Ooh, I like that. Where in the future... We would stop licensing buildings and start licensing people. Mm-hmm. As long as this space has a licensed child care provider in it, children can come here. So kind of like the health department. Like I right. have to have a serve safe ticket to serve mm-hmm. food. Yes, exactly. They can like license that. me. Why can't they license you? Right? When you go to a public pool or you go to the beach and it says lifeguard on duty. Mm-hmm. It should say child care attendant on duty. I mean, it's really simple in my mind. Yeah. Right? So my journey to, to where we are now was hit with so many roadblocks. I mean, when I was divorced, I um, lived with another individual. And then when that relationship ended, I was literally in the middle, like right at the end of getting that house permitted for in-home child care. Well, guess what? I don't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, now I got to start the process all over again because they only give you like 90 days yep. to get this done. But they license the home, not the individual, right? So then I had to start all over and start thinking differently. Um, and that, that's how we got here. So in, in 10 years from now, 
I would love to have created more Miss Marie's, more Miss Ari's, more and more and more and more. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. What about creating more Marvelous Mind Academies? Is this something that we could, you could really transfer to another city? I mean, I don't, I don't have children. Or just more in Rochester. So I don't know, right, I don't know what happens in other cities with childcare, but from yeah. what I know of you, it's unique. Is this something that if somebody's listening thinks, wow, I wish something like this could happen in my town. Is that something you'd be open to? Of course, 110%. Yeah, because that's part of Marvelous Mind Academy's Nanny Nation. Like, absolutely. So yeah, you used to work three jobs and then you decided to open your own business so you'd only Uh have one. How many do you have now? 15. 15. I have 15 jobs, honey. I'm an accountant. Toilet cleaner. I'm a toilet. I'm a janitor. That's right. I'm a child care provider. Social media. Social media marketing director. I'm HR professional. Oh my God, I'm a web developer. Okay, payroll specialist. specialist. Yes. Paralegal, grant writer. Oh, oh yeah, counselor, counselor, because we just therapist. Yep, you got it. For um, yourself, your kids, your family, your kids. The families, exactly. Your employees. Um, uh-huh. I'm the main crisis. Yep. Can you imagine if we paid ourselves all of these salaries? Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? That would be incredible. Yes, it would be. That would be really, really nice. I'm just trying to find somebody who would do it for me. No, if I want to go down that, I kind of want to add it all up. Don't. Don't do it. Then I might jump off a bridge. Yes. (laughs) It's like that exercise where you add up like everything that you do in the day and then you're like, well, there's not 72 hours in a day. How am I actually getting this all done? Yeah, Yeah. don't. Oh, do you know I recently became a wallpaper expert? Oh, yay. I'm in love with wallpaper. I will never paint another surface again in my whole life. Why? Because I didn't have to move furniture. I didn't have to put up painting tape. I didn't have to put down drop cloths. And it was no dry time. Was it the peel and stick? Yes. I just bought that. I haven't done it yet. I'm scared. Ooh, let's do it. I haven't. It's been sitting in my house for like three months. My hallway. There's an arch and I'm scared. Oh, let's do it. I'm in love with wallpaper. I'm in love with it. So one of the things I would talk about neurodivergent friends, right? So at Marvelous Minds, we do not say no. Like it's just not in our vocabulary. We'll say, um, instead of this, let's try that. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a little friend who likes to climb. So I was like, well, how do we make it safe for her to climb? Um, and then we have other friends who like to write on walls. Well, I don't tell kids don't write on the wall. It's white. It looks like paper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how do we make this um, more inviting for them to write on the wall? So I bought this rainbow wallpaper. It's black and white and it's a whole bunch of rainbows. So it looked like a coloring book all over our walls. Now you can take your coloring, mar- your marker, your crayons, and you can just scribble in on a little rainbow and it's okay. But my parents have said to me, like, could you just really, really specify? Yeah. <laughs> that is for here. This is a Marvelous Mind Academy special. Yeah. This is not a every wall it's kind of a thing. Oh, my kids are coming tomorrow. Is it up? Yes, it's so, up. I'm going to have to have a talk on the way. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's up. Amani uh, loves to draw on things. Yeah. Problem solving to see. Problem solving. To the very end. Rosa, this oh, has been fantastic. Yes, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. For it's doing been this. an honor. Thank you for having me. And I just love seeing you anytime we can see you. So. And one more time, how do people find you? Marvelousminds.com. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope that you got something out of her story. Rosa's incredible. 
Check us out on social at Bossy Rock, B-O-S-S-Y-R-O-C. And if you want to join Bossy, you can find us at bossyrock.com backslash join. And either way, share your problem-solving journey with us and how your passions and your needs affect your business and how you respond to the client's needs as well. (laughs) And yeah, professional problem solver is definitely going to be a Bossy t-shirt coming soon. All right, Bossies, thank you for listening. Now subscribe, get out there, be bold, be brave, and be the boss. This podcast has been brought to you by Gallery Salon, where beauty and art collide. You can find out more at galleryhair.com. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at Selena's.com. S A L E N A S.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar and Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar and Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street.